Shabbat Shalom, everyone. I'm Rabbi David Levine, and this is From Home. I want to welcome you to Beth Israel Messianic Synagogue and for our celebration of Shabbat tonight, Arab Shabbat on Friday, April 24th, 2020. And this evening, Eric Painter and Anya Painter are going to welcome us into their home where they will lead us in Hebrew prayers and in worship. And then after that, Rabbi Yuri and I will join back in, and then we'll have one last song from the Painter home. So this is a wonderful time to be together, and I want to ask you to hit the share button on Facebook so that you can invite your friends right now as we're starting to join in with us. And if you like what we're doing, hit the like button, and as well, you can hit the follow button. So a lot of buttons to push today for Facebook. And this way you can stay connected with us and get automatic notifications too of new things that we're doing. Also, we, don't, we do wanna welcome you to join in with your comments. That's one of the ways that we all stay connected to each other. And it's a great way for you to let other people know that, that you're participating and to encourage them. I also wanna give a special invitation to everyone who's been joining with us but hasn't yet written on any of the comments. We hear from a lot of people regularly, but I wanna encourage people who have never taken the time to join in the comments tonight and to share with us, to give us a greeting, let us know who you are and where you're from. It's a great way for us to stay connected and to encourage you as well. Special greetings to our international friends who will be joining us from different countries. And for all of our podcast listeners, we want to say welcome and Shabbat Shalom. So glad that you could join with us. Some people are still participating live and others are participating through video or through the podcast. We're glad to be able to connect with all of you. This Shabbat is a fantastic time and it's a time of joy and anticipation as we count our days towards Shavuot. It's a great time and a wonderful time of the year. So from Sandy and me, I want to say Shabbat Shalom. And now let's join Eric and Anya Painter from their home. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us in your word and given us Yeshua our Messiah and commanded us to be light to the world. Amen.
Do you? 
thank you, Lord, that you hear our prayers. And we ask, Lord, that this evening that you would come and fill us, fill our hearts with your spirit, with your fire. Oh, 
Thank you very much, Eric and Anya. Shabbat Shalom congregation. Good evening, everyone, and welcome into our home. I am so happy to share this evening with you, and I thank you for joining us today. This week, we observed Yom HaShoah, a day which in English we know as Holocaust Remembrance Day. Yom HaShoah is the day of observance for approximately 6 million Jews who perished during the Holocaust. It is so evil, so difficult even to realize what's happened with us. To think about what happened to our people during that time is to understand the satanic sickness of this world, the enormous evil, the profound perversion of which humanity, apart from God, is capable. It is so difficult, it is so hard to understand. I believe that only cure, our cure, and hope for salvation from this infection is in the soon return of Messiah. I truly believe that only Yeshua is able and capable to fix everything. Today's Torah portion, a very interesting and timely study following on the heels of of Yom HaShoah. Today's Torah portion is Parshat Metzara, infected one. I would like to um, explain a little bit about this Torah portion. In the days when the Torah was written, leprosy was a very common disease and lepers were everywhere. Torah gave clear instruction to lepers in ancient Israel. So, for example, one must stay six feet or two alligators away and cough into his elbow. A leper must be close to a city of the priests so that he could spend time with the priest every seven day. The priests were the first responders at the time. For the infected one, it was time of praying and seeking God's face. It was a very important time. Time of confession and discussion with the priests. A time of seeking a miracle from the Lord. In the sense, it was time of repentance and time of mercy during this difficult time. Some Torah scholars think that in ancient Israel, people viewed leprosy as a prototype of human sinfulness. 
for example, we know uh, about Miriam, um, who was uh, Moses' sister. Um, personally, I don't believe that people who suffer from leprosy are more sinful than those who are clean. I don't think this is the case. However, there is a spiritual leprosy, a leprosy of sin into which all are equally born and for which all need healing. I believe it with all my heart. And I want to read from Isaiah chapter 64 and verse 6. Please uh, open with me scriptures and read with me. So Isaiah 64, verse 6. For all of us, and this is very interesting words here, for all of us. It includes me, it includes you, it includes all of us. It was the words of Isaiah, who was a prophet, who was a perfect from many points of view. He was a great man of God, but he speaks from himself and from us, for us. For all of us have become like one who is unclean. And all our righteousness, please think about it, all our righteousness, not part of it, but all our righteousness, is like a filthy garment. And all of us wither like a leaf, and our iniquities carry us away like the wind. The same idea in Romans chapter 3, verse 23. For all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. It is very simple, but it is a very important statement for all of us. Therefore, we all have a desperate need for healing in our spiritual lives and for the cleaning of our sins. And today's message, my message, it is mean, meant especially for everyone who has lost hope and is not sure that the Lord is with him. So this is for you, specifically for you. I would like to share a beautiful story from Brita Hadasha, from book of Mark, first chapter, verse 40 and 42. So please open with me Mark 1, verse 40 and verse 42. This is a good news for us. This is a news of hope for, for us. And let's read together. It's about a man who, has, who had a leprosy, a great problem in his life. So this is verse 40, um, Mark chapter 1. I would like to read it here. A man afflicted with Tsarat, leprosy, came to Yeshua and begged him on his knees, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Please, I would like to capture our attention here. Can you imagine the experience of this man? What he went through, his despair, his pain. Can you imagine for a moment rejection in his life? Leprosy at that time specifically was a death sentence for him. Separation from everyone he loves and not only everyone, everything he loves. It was the end of his hope and his whole life. It was crushed for him, desperate situation for him. And please think about it. Yeshua was his last call, his last hope, everything for him. 
If not Yeshua, nobody else can help him. Only Yeshua. So let's read next verse. In verse 41, and I allow this beginning of this verse, moved with compassion. Moved with compassion. Yeshua reached out his hand. Please think about it. It was forbidden to do, to touch anybody who has leper. But Yeshua is the Lord, and he is the living Torah. So moved with compassion, Yeshua reached out his hand, touched him, and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. What a words here. I'm willing, be cleansed. Instantly, the Tsarat left him, leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. Yeshua is our high priest, and he has a power to heal leprosy. So people would not need to live outside of the camp and wait every seven days to see a priest, because Yeshua is our high priest, and he has a power to cleanse us. In that moment, whole life of this man was changed instantly. He was healed. And not only healed, but also restored to his life. He was like born again, resurrected again. What a relief. What a miracle in his life. So the good news is in these simple words of Yeshua. Very simple, but all deepness, all beauty of the good news is here. Yeshua said to him, I'm willing, be cleansed. Please listen to me. It is here in the scriptures. Yeshua said to us, I'm willing, be cleansed. It is no different for us today. When we, when we go to the Lord and plead for his mercy, he will answer positively. He will give us his yes. It is his will to cleanse you and me. It is his will. When we come into his throne room in trust, we can be sure he will never, never ever reject us. One of my favorite places of scripture, actually all scriptures are favorite for me, but please listen carefully. John chapter 6, Yohanan chapter 6, verse 37. This is the words of Yeshua. Everyone the Father gives me will come to me. And anyone coming to me, I will never reject. Never reject. How merciful is our Lord. How much he wants to show his mercy to us. This is his invitation to us. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 20, 28, 11, 28. Yeshua said to us, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I love this. Come to me all, everyone who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon, your, upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What a good news for us today. This is the light in the tunnel. 
the love of the Lord to us. And this is the only condition here in this place of scripture, in Matthew chapter 11. Only one condition, come. He is waiting for us to come to him. In the end, I, would, I want to look at one practical place of scriptures which can help us to apply this truth into our daily life. So let's open 1 John chapter 1, verse 8 and 9. Very simple, very practical, and very powerful place of scripture. From verse 8. If we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us for sure. We need his mercy to be forgiven. Verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And I would like to pay attention here. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous. For what? To, to what? To forgive our sins. It is very important to realize our forgiveness and the process of our purification is based upon the faithfulness and righteousness of the Lord. Everything based upon his faithfulness and his righteousness. If we confess our sins, he will forgive us. And not only forgive, he will purify us. It is so simple and so powerful that it is sometimes hard to believe. Tomorrow I want to continue and look at one very important aspect of our healing and the healing of the world around us. So please join us tomorrow and I will continue. Let's welcome Rabbi David from his home. Rabbi David. Rabbi Yuri, that was a strong word and I was following along in the scriptures. I was using a digital Bible. I've got mine right here on my iPhone and it's very easy to take your references and then to read along with you. I hope the rest of you who are joining with us tonight are doing the same. You're following along with the scriptures. It's really important to participate in that way. Rabbi Yuri, when you were talking about the promise of the Lord for those who are heavy and those who are burdened, that they can come to him and he'll give them rest. I was thinking about Yom HaShoah and the day of remembering the Holocaust and how many people are still to this day heavily burdened because of the great evil that was um, done against us against our people and for those who suffered so greatly, we can say for sure that, that God has mercy and compassion. The day of remembering the Holocaust is important. Remembering is an important part of being connected and the shared memories that we have bind us together. And they're, they're really a way that we can become strong. Even when we're thinking about past suffering, we don't have to be lost in the pain that we experience because we can come to the Lord and we can discover mercies and healing from him. Yom HaShoah is a time to remember that Jews of every kind were murdered in the Holocaust. And though we have many different opinions and we have many different 
ways of expressing our Jewishness and uh, so many different backgrounds. We put aside all those differences and we recognize that we are one people and we're one community. In our own Beth Israel Mishpocha are those whose family perished in the Holocaust and those whose family also survived. So we have those who are able to proclaim together with us, Am Yisrael Chai, the people of Israel lives, and Odavinu Chai, yet or still our father is alive, and Od Yeshua Chai, Yeshua is still, a hot, is still alive. We are a people who not only hope in resurrection life, but we're a demonstration and proof that God can raise the dead. He can bring life back to those who lost it. He can revive a family that was on the brink of death. Some of my most cherished memories are about the fellowship that Sandy and I had with those who survived the Holocaust. When Sandy and I lived in Budapest and when we were ministering in the former Soviet Union, we were not only in the lands where the Jews had been terrorized, we spent time with those who went through that terror and through the horror of the Holocaust. I remember Jewish women who told me about their experience as young girls taken to those horrible places of Nazi killing. They escaped the bullets, but they fell into the trenches and into the pits with those who had been shot by the Nazis. And there they were, little children lying trying to be still while the dead and the dying just piled up on top of them and all around them. In the darkness of night, they told us how they escaped somehow. And little girls, as little girls, they found refuge with Ukrainian families that risked everything to give them refuge and shelter. Yeshua himself went through torture and death so that we would not only be redeemed, but so that we would also know that he himself has experienced firsthand the suffering that we go through. He suffered with us. He wept with us. And he weeps even now with us as we're going through difficulty. Our God is not some abstract figure or distant force. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He is the Lord who became the suffering servant. This love that he loved us with, it is now the pattern for you and for me. And it has become our new commandment, love one another as I have loved you, Yeshua taught us. And by this, all will know that you are my disciples. We set a new pattern for ourselves when we look at the way Yeshua has loved us, the love that he's given to us, and the way that he came down to be among us, to be with us. And even though he was rejected and even though he was despised, he was treated like a leper. Even so, he did not give up on love. He continued to love us. He showed love to us and he continues to show love. So, so Mishpacha, I want to tell you, keep your hearts tender to the suffering of other people. Don't run 
from those who are suffering. Follow Yeshua's example, because the mercy that God gives you, that you can express to other people, is one of the most powerful ways that God can reveal himself to people in these times. Your kindness, your acts of kindness, your compassion, the ways that you're willing to be close to people in the midst of their troubled lives. This is a way that God draws close and demonstrates to people who are wondering, where is God? He, find, he find, shows his answer by bringing you close to them. As a congregation, <clears throat> as a congregation, we stand shoulder to shoulder together in order to do more together than we could ever do as individuals. And this week, as a congregation, we sent two special offerings to support the Max Block Food Pantry, which is part of Jewish Family and Community Services here in Jacksonville. One of the offerings was earmarked to provide food just for Holocaust survivors who are living here in Jacksonville. And the other was earmarked to provide food for the greater community that's served by the food pantry. And I want to give special thanks to everyone who has been giving sacrificially during this time of great need and challenge. And I can say to you, together, we can make a difference. Together, standing shoulder to shoulder, together as Mishpocha, we can add up each of our parts and we can make a difference that's greater than what any one of us is able to do. I'm so encouraged because almost 13,000 people around the world joined us for the Seder that we had. And over 36,000 people have watched live from home since we started a few weeks ago. And so I wanna give a special welcome, a warm welcome from Beth Israel to all of our podcast listeners who have found us now on Facebook Live. And also I, I hope that you're enjoying the Mishpacha editions of our podcast that we're continuing to offer because these Mishpacha editions, they feature everything that we're doing on Facebook Live, including the Hebrew prayers and the worship. And I know that that has been a great, uh, of great value to many of you and that you appreciate it. So thank you to everyone who's joining in with us. We're praising God for how he's turning challenge into opportunity. And we continue to have in our hearts that great Hebrew word, kadima, forward or, ch or charge. I wanna make an announcement also for the Beth Israel Mishpocha. We'll celebrate the meal of Messiah together on Wednesday, May 6th at 6.30 p.m. on our Beth Israel Messianic Synagogue Mishpacha group page. And we'll use, um, we'll use Facebook Live on the Mishpacha group page. So make sure that you have some matzah and you have some grape juice or wine for Wednesday, May 6th at 6.30 p.m. Remember, we're now celebrating the Meal of Messiah together on the first Wednesday of each month at Live From Home on our Mishpacha group page on Facebook. Cantor Aaron's Torah teaser is also on our Facebook page. I encourage you to, uh, to watch that or to listen to it on Facebook. It's a great way to stay connected.
Special thanks to everyone at Beth Israel for your continuing support. Your faithful, steady giving gives us stability and it makes it easier for us to expand our efforts to do more together as a community. And even though we can't use our building during this time, we have all of our regular expenses and we're grateful for your generosity and for your cheerfulness and for your sacrificial giving as well that is in addition to your tithes and your offerings. If you want to participate in supporting us, you can go to the Beth Israel website, bethisraelnow.com slash giving, and that will connect you with all the different ways that we have for you to participate in giving. We have our Giving Fire giving platform and PayPal as well. Both of them have been very easy to use on schedules that work for you. They're easy to customize. And we have had great safety and security with them, no breaches of any kind. Don't forget, please like our Facebook page and follow it. You'll get even more notifications about our Facebook Live events that way. And don't forget that we also have other Facebook pages too, our Messianic Jewish Teachings Facebook page, which is dedicated to our podcast and teachings and other resources that, that we can't make available on the Beth Israel page. And then my personal Facebook page at DL Shalom or David Levine on Facebook, we're cross-posting from Beth Israel and Messianic Jewish Teachings. But we also have several additional areas of interest that we share with you about Israel, Yeshua, food, local news that impacts us and our family and friends, plus some humor and music stuff as well. So I want to invite my wife, Sandy, to come and to stand here with me. And Sandy, can you join in with me? So glad to have you here. And we're going to close with Aaron's blessing, and then we will go back to the painter home for one last song. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, we don't have a chair right here, but we're doing pretty well. So, Yivarechecha Adonai v'yishmarecha, Ya'era Adonai p'navelecha v'yichunecha, Yisa Adonai p'navelecha v'yasemlecha shalom. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep watch over you and protect you. The Lord cause the light of his face to shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his face to you and give you his peace in the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Amen. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. And now let's go back to the painter home.
Fill me, Lord. 